T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's 7 o'clock on a Wednesday. It's time for Power Rankings. Do you have the power? I have the power! All right, we look at this week's Power Rankings. Uh, The various services did it different ways this week. So um, NFL.com just looked at uh, the four teams remaining in the playoffs. Yep. Chiefs were fourth. Yeah, I know. Nobody believes in the Chiefs. They have Baltimore number one, San Francisco number two, the Lions ahead of the Chiefs at number three, yeah. and the Chiefs at number four. Why don't they like the Chiefs again? Because we don't have Tyreek Hill and his drama? I don't know. You may, you really have to tip your cap to Kansas City's defense for stepping up one more time after it had carried this team for stretches this season. Down key members from every level of the unit by game's end, the Chiefs made two big fourth-quarter stops. And then kept the Bills from getting closer than a 44-yard field goal try. And we all know how that went. The Chiefs should not be overlooked on defense as a key factor heading into Sunday's showdown in Baltimore. They discussed a bunch of the defense. And then said, I don't know, they're still fourth. Yeah. I at least got to put them ahead of the Lions. No offense to the Lions. And I know the Lions beat them on opening. Right. So long ago. So long They're a better team than the Lions. They are. So if you want to say... The two number one seeds who are still standing, fine. Yeah. That one's kind of silly to me. Uh, USA Today went a little uh, different route. They went based on the Super Bowl odds, power ranking the teams based on Super Bowl odds. So the uh, the Lions come in at number four. The uh, the Chiefs come in at number three at plus 350. They were previously plus 700. Mm-hmm. And now they've gotten to plus 350 yet again. You probably get them for more than that before the season started, but... Uh, and then the Ravens at number two, staying put, but their odds have gotten better at plus 200. And the San Francisco 49ers, plus 145, the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Yep, so they'll lose to the Lions on Sunday, right? That's a strange one there, too. And uh, Yahoo, I kind of like this one, their power rankings. Which coaches and players had the most on the line this weekend? I don't think the Chiefs have a lot on the line. Not from a coaching honest, standpoint, you know I mean? no. Or player standpoint. Or coaches and now. players. Coaches and players standpoint. No, it's Baltimore. I mean, you could say uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He was seven. Dan Campbell was six. I don't know if he's got a ton of pressure on him. No. They did have Mahomes at five. Okay. We should already be having the conversation about Mahomes' place in history, even though he's just 28. With every Super Bowl, Mahomes goes up the list of all-time greats. Two titles already, three Super Bowl appearances. Only four quarterbacks have at least three Super Bowl wins. It seemed impossible that anyone could catch Brady's record of seven, 
But Mahomes has a chance to get the seven. He can't let many opportunities pass. I guess if that's pressure, mm-hmm. has it. Remember, Tom Brady went a decade without winning a championship, yeah. just so they know. Brock Purdy at number four. Jared Goff at number three. Lamar Jackson at number two. I think Lamar's got a ton of pressure. Lamar, I think Lamar should be number one on this list. Mm, I want to give you the one. You'll okay. Go. Mm. Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah. Like the yeah, guy who can't that's close. Right. Yeah. That's right. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of pressure if on he's, him. If yeah. he's in this stage, it's all him. Because a lot of the Sean O'Hara's of the world have told us he's a better coach than Andy Reid. The, the want to having him succeed uh, eclipses only Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the talking heads want Kyle Shanahan and Josh Allen to be at the top of their yes, game. Kyle they Shanahan do not is like a, Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid. Kyle Shanahan is a genius. Mm-hmm. We've been told this years and years ago. There is a large want to for him to win. That's right. So, a lot of people want to be right about that one. We I'd, haven't seen it yet. I'd throw up a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I do like that. That's so, a good one. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And I would think Patrick Mahomes is way lower. This is mm-hmm. another opportunity. Yes, not pressure. No though. pressure. There's. No, I don't think it. there's any pressure on Mahomes at all. Unless you're pressuring it. to get the seven, which I don't know that that's pressure. That's just legacy, right? Yeah. There's no pressure for Patrick Mahomes no. right now. He's playing free and clear. All right. So this week's random power rankings. You can weigh in on yours as well at nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Very very simple. Yep. Well, I mean, unless you haven't seen the show, <laughs> then it won't be quite as simple. Mm. We are power ranking our wire characters. Characters from The Wire, Baltimore-based The Wire. Right. And I got to tell you, very, very difficult exercise. Hard exercise. I, I spent too much time on I this yesterday. I don't know yeah. that there's a show that had so many awesome characters. I think you're right about that. Other a lot than of shows, Seinfeld. A lot of shows will narrow it down, right? Yeah. Narrow it down. But even Seinfeld, like, The Wire had more recurring character, mm-hmm. or recurring cast. It's just massive. And and the names of the actors in this, too. You start to look, and you're like, my God. I mean, they killed some people off along the way and all. Well, but yeah, that happens. A lot of them were there woven through the entire five seasons. Yeah. This was this was tough. So Very difficult. We're going to power rank our Wire characters. All right. You can do yours as well. 913-586-7610. I just did it based on quirkiness who i like yeah do you don't have to explain how you want you know to do I mean? it i mean you got yeah. people putting you know josh allen ahead of patrick Mahomes. you don't need to explain Correct. anything qualifications like, I didn't have McNul- nobody's gonna call you sean o'hara right. i didn't have mcnulty or bunk you know what i mean like they're great yeah but these are just this is my list okay yeah it's fine uh, number four power rankings maurice levy you may say who he was the defense attorney they represented all the drug dealers. Okay. And he didn't, he, had, he didn't give two flips who was running the drug operation in Baltimore. You killed all those guys off. It turned over. He just took on the next The group. next guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I got you guys. Yeah. He was the drug, de- right. the drug dealing attorney who didn't care who won the drug wars. He gave them gave him his card and continued to go on about his uh, merry business. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, how could you not say Omar? Omar is fantastic. Yeah. Omar is fantastic. Still disappointed he died. That was one of the sad. That was a sad episode. In when real the, life or in, in no in, well real life too yeah. but but in the show where a character is so evil <laughs> you felt so sad that he died. Well, I think Tony Soprano's in the same kind of category, yeah. right? Well, Walter White's in the same kind of category. I think Omar took more bodies though along the way. Yeah, he did himself uh, more personally than, more than Tony per- personally himself. Tony had people. People, I see. What, okay, yeah. yeah. Right. Omar got his um, hands dirty. Number two, Bunny Colvin. Yeah, yeah, and I. 
Amsterdam's pretty brilliant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a brilliant idea. We were talking about it off the air yesterday. Like, I have no problem with that existing in a city at all. Pushed you go all the, do your thing over there, leave everybody else Pushed alone. all the drugs to one, one neighborhood. Yeah. You guys go do it over there. And number one for me, uh, Bubbles. I thought he was. I thought Bubbles was no fantastic. No kidding. Are you serious? That's your one. I love Bubbles. That's my one too. Really, yeah. I think Bubbles is the best. He is fit, and here's why. And I, at the end, it was it was happy. Yeah, happy. He, Bubbles. he got to he got to kind of reengage with his family yes. again. He was probably uh, hopefully on the road to getting clean, and his uh, his sister invited him up to the. Uh, Got to come up to the to kitchen. the house to the main house. Yeah, yeah, like so. Bubbles was my number one. Bubbles yeah. was your number one. Yeah. Okay, that was my number one as well. And I and I put Bubbles at number one for this reason and this reason only. If I was going to be one of the characters in that show, I feel like Bubbles would have been that guy. Kind of behind the scene, throw the grenade, walk away, watch it all take place, try to schlep some T-shirts. You know, my mother was selling watches out of the back of a car. You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like I could relate to Bubbles, like, on the edge, but not ballsy enough to really get involved. You know what I'm saying? So that he was my number one, He was too. a great informant. Yeah, really good. yeah, really yeah. good, right? And had a happy ending. I, I've been a pretty good informant over the years. Um, so for me, I'll, I'll, I'll just run through mine real fast, and we'll get to B-dubs. Clay Davis coming in at number oh, four. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just fantastic character, right? Just a wonderful yeah. character. Stringer Bell, I love Idris Alba. I think he's fantastic, so I got him at number three. I did put McNulty in at number two because he was one of those characters that was there from the first show to the end. He, he was kind of the glue that brought everything together. And then then Bubbles, for me as well, coming in at number one. BW? Clay, Clay Davis is just a classic. Like, if you want to... what people think the worst of a politician mm-hmm. he is the best yeah he was open for business all the all time all the time all the time and right. there was always there was always an angle yep for me real quick uh number four would be bubbles okay uh, i just love the bubbles character he was just really good throughout so bubbles the made everybody's rush more yeah that, that wow. is correct number three of course would be omar number two i mean how could you not love bunk man wendell pierce i mean just played it so well could anybody Drink mother that episode, the F episode, yeah, the F episode where the F, yeah. they, they just had a whole scene where they said nothing but it was, is one of the great, the greatest so I took scenes ever. All and, four minutes of it and compressed uh-huh. it into about 30 seconds. A lot of beeps, a lot of beeps. Could anybody drink more than Bunk and McNulty? No, 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 no chance. No, I mean, no. they're taking out bogs. Yeah, yeah. That's, With no yeah. problem. Because they're puking and rallying. Yeah. I mean, they will puke and then they, right back in there, boom, boom, let's go. I've never seen probably two guys more drunk. Yeah. They were like always on a daily hammered, basis yeah. than those two. Yeah. <laughs> and my number one, she, <laughs> Clay Davis. That's right. Clay Davis, really good. And I love the fact that in his, I was like, after wire life, he's leaned into that. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Every almost every appearance he makes, he gets a he gets yep, that in there. I was waiting for yep. in Cocaine Bear. You know, he's in Cocaine Bear, and yeah, I yeah, just yeah, kept yeah. waiting there. Yeah, you yeah. know, when the bear was coming at him, I just come on, just just drop a she. <laughs> you saw Cocaine Bear, you think you would at some point. Uh, so you can weigh in on yours as well. We'll get to those at nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Some good names already coming in again. I think one of the greatest, just in all encompassing casts of any of any show. It's so many stinking people. 
And, uh, and for those, if you haven't watched this, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Sit down, pull up Max. You know, you got to have the streaming yeah, service. I, I didn't watch it until COVID, so I was late to the party on that one yeah. as well, yeah. Go ahead and do yourself a favor. Watch Bob it. was offered the DVD set and didn't get yeah, to it. Yeah, I didn't get to it, wow. yeah. The Parkins DVD set yes. and you yep. didn't do it? I, yeah. didn't, nah, I never got to it, but finally got to it on the stream, yeah. Glad I did. So, so some good. pretty good text coming in. We'll get to some of those coming up, and... uh I think you probably have to look at the under in this game coming up on Sunday. We'll discuss next. Fesco in the morning. If my neighbor came over and snuck zucchini onto my porch, I think I'd have him arrested. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tiny bubbles. Oh, my God. Well, Wayne Newton is good on a Wednesday. Make me feel fine. Tiny bubbles. Make me warm all over. Well, the feeling that I'm going to love you till the end. You request the music on a way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610. Include your name so that you get the credit. This is coming in for all of uh, the wire from all the wire fans for uh, Bubbles, the character making all gotcha. of our lists. Don Ho, Tiny Bubbles. From the eight one six Bunny for Hamsterdam alone. Yep. Uh, Snoop was ruthless. I would agree. Snoop did not care. She she did not mess around. Did not care. And a real like a not saying she was a gangster, but that's her real. She was not acting. No. Not at all. That was her real, that character was her. They like ran into her somewhere. She was not an actress. And they're like, we think you'd be a great character. Just be you. Just be you. Yeah. Uh, Brother Muzone. I love Brother Muzone. (laughs) I still see him and he he does a lot of things. And he's Brother Muzone forever. Doesn't always have the bow tie on. But what a ruthless assassin that dude was. Yeah. But had... Had morals and ethics, and he had a he had a code. How come no one's me- mentioning Lester? Oh, of course, he was the brains. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. We can only pick four. Oh man, from the eight one six. If I was a character, I'd be Presbaluski. I know myself. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yikes. Prez was a piece of work. <laughs> Redeemed himself a little bit later as a teacher, but he was a terrible oh, cop. God, yes. Terrible cop. But a good teacher, like made an impact on the yeah. students, right? Uh, number four, uh, Cedric Daniels, RIP, Lance Reddick. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, number three, Lester Freeman. Number two, Bubbles. And number one, Omar. Good mm-hmm. list. I like that as well. My dog is named Omar because of the wire. Oh, cool. My na- my dog's name is Winnie because that's what the kids picked. No Marlo. How come no one's mentioned Herc? It's so many great characters. Herc Robinson? I don't know. Herc was a very good character. He's, he had a, hit a great character arc in that show too. So, and then somebody else says, where can I see this? I'm not, I'll promote, it's on the, it's on Max. It's on Max, yeah. It's an, it was an HBO show, mm-hmm. but now on Max. You can catch it there and probably stream it some other places as well, but fantastic show. All right. And, and the only thing we know that was good that came out of Baltimore. That's true. I mean, you start looking for things that are good from Baltimore, and the list is like Edgar Allan Poe, Babe Ruth, and The Wire. Yeah, yeah. I told you guys yesterday, I want Baltimore to be a good city, but it is just not. That Fells Point area is kind of cool. But, man, when, when I saw somebody that was just murdered in the Inner Harbor with my kids, I'm like, I can't hang out here that long. That's in the tourist area of town, man, right in the center of everything. Have fun. I'm thinking this is going to be a low-scoring game. These two defenses are really good. Okay. It's about time. I mean, I feel like the Chiefs defense doesn't get enough love. I guess Baltimore could probably say the same thing about their current defense. You always think Baltimore's just got a good defense every year. Every you know year, I mean? yeah. You're like, oh, they yeah. have a good defense, and you kind of take it for granted. And they do, though. Because a lot of the talk is about is about uh, Lamar. Yeah. The over-under is a 44-and-a-half, and I'm not so sure – I wouldn't just take the under in this one. Um, unlike the last two weeks where I thought the Chiefs had a clear defensive advantage and a clear up going against a defense that was banged. Both of them were really banged up, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Miami's I didn't trust from the get-go. The Bills had some history of playing good defense, but they were a little bit beat up. Uh, the Ravens are really good. Number one in scoring defense and first in sacks. Those are two really good components. Mm-hmm. Now, the Chiefs are second in scoring defense and second in sacks. That's crazy, right? right? This is a defensive battle, man. So the biggest difference they have is they're first in the NFL in takeaways, which the Chiefs have not turned enough people over, probably. If there's a fault of this defense, you're like, boy, they don't really turn people not over. Not a lot of turnovers, yeah. The Ravens do. They had 31 takeaways this year in the regular season. That's nuts. So you can't turn the ball over. You can't squander drives. Especially because both kickers are money. They're, mm-hmm. It's almost like a push, right? Yeah. I mean, the, 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 when you think about it, the two best, two best defenses and, I think probably and two best, best kickers probably in two the best NFL. Kickers. Like, you'd know more about Harrison Butker around the NFL if Justin Tucker wasn't there. Absolutely. <laughs> he's yeah. just he's unbelievably he's just great. He's the, just the, the tops until mm-hmm. until he probably goes away. So, wait, hang on a second. The, fir- the top two defenses are squaring off in this game in the NFL, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, so defense of, of still the, does win championships. Yeah, I mean, of the of the the statistic I like the best when it comes to defense is points it's per game. Points. Nothing else right? matters. Yeah. I mean, they're both top ten in yardage. Uh-huh. The Ravens give up a little more yards. Um, they're both top five in yards per play, which uh-huh. can be a big stat. But my biggest one for defense isn't how it's ranked in the NFL, which is by yardage. I think that's dumb. Yeah. 
Mine's points per game. And, that, and I'm with and you And you have on number that. one and number two in points per game. So that, that, those are the number one and number two defenses, in our opinion anyway, going yeah. into this game. And so, so defense think, does win championships. I think this could be a low-scoring game. Could be a low-scoring game. I was listening to our sister station on the Odyssey app yesterday, and they had the mayor of Baltimore on. He predicted a Ravens win, and he predicted it. I, and I forget what the final score was, but the host goes, I'm going to need a three Mayor Royce? Yes, that's it. It was Garchetti. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually Clive Davis. Um, and, and so what um, he's too big for local. Politics you're right days. about that. Uh, what the mayor said, he, he gave out his prediction of the score. Obviously, the Ravens winning and the host goes, I'm going to need three more points in that for the over. <laughs> and so the mayor of Baltimore was taking the under as well, if he knew what the over under was. But he was taking a low scoring game is what I'm getting at. And I think I think you may be right about that, because we've talked so much about Patrick Mahomes. We've talked so much about Lamar Jackson leading up into this game. But at the end of the day, the, the, the reason why the Baltimore Ravens are a perennial top team in this league is because of their defense. And the reason why the Chiefs are in the AFC championship game this year and the reason they had the most success this year was not because of Patrick Mahomes in the offense this year. It's because the defense stepped up and made plays and held the opponent down. We're a team right now that is being led by its defense, at least into the postseason. Now, Patrick Mahomes and the offense have taken over and they played eight great, amazing quarters so far in this postseason, but they wouldn't be where they are right now, Josh, if this defense wasn't one of the best in the NFL. And so I think you may be right. We may be seeing a defensive showdown in Baltimore where you have to value every single possession and every single play. We're going to be nervous on every single play. One mistake is going to be magnified by either team. Mm -hmm. Thank God it's the early game. <laughs> Because I don't know that I can wait till 5 o'clock. You couldn't handle the stress of waiting that yeah, long? Yeah, no, I can't. And I, I love the fact that it's the early game, and you get to play that first game, and boom, you get all of that out of your system. But I, I think I think you're right. I think this is going to be one of those games where you're playing chess and you're matching field position and you're utilizing your punter. And we've seen late in the season that Patrick Mahomes now has the ability to say, okay, I'm not going to try to play hero ball. I am going to punt it away. I am going to play field position. I am going to allow my defense to go out there. And I think Lamar's got that ability to do it as well. Josh Allen doesn't, but Lamar definitely does. Patrick Mahomes now definitely does. And so we may see one of those type of games where whoever has the ball last may have the opportunity to drive down and kick a game-winning field goal because it is going to come down. I think that whoever's defense plays the best is going to win this football game. And hey, come talk to me about money laundering. In West Baltimore? She. <laughs> not the mayor. He's not the mayor. I don't think. I don't know who the mayor is right, right. now. Right. Uh, an amazing number was put up by the Chiefs this past weekend. We'll tell you what it is next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride drops by the show on Tuesdays at 8.30. 610 Sports Radio. It's fine, but it ain't home. New York's home, but it ain't mine no To no one there And no one heard at all Not even the chair I am, I cried 
Happy birthday. Neil Diamond. Also, Edith Wharton's birthday today. Who's that? I don't know. She was trending and I clicked on it. Poet laureate, I guess. Well, it's, it's reading and such. She said such things as there are two ways of spreading light, to be the candle or to be the mirror that reflects it. I am actually writing a quotations book, and I am sending them to my friend Paul, and he's compiling them. Oh, I can't wait to see this. This is going to be a good man. book, this right? This is going to be gold. <laughs> I just want the bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. That's it. Steak, egg, and cheese bagel. That's Joe. Sure, that. Paul's writing the book. Oh, Joe's okay. getting I'm, the bagel sorry. back. Sorry. Joe got the double Big Mac back, though. I don't know what you guys are complaining about. It's not what did. I wanted. I don't think he did either. Well, who knows? It's back. Isn't Come it? on, Joe. Steak, egg, and cheese, brother. I can't have it right now, but, you know, probably look never again for you. You can smell it. Man, look. I can smell that deliciousness. Take a bite. See swirl it around. Spit it back off. out. Yeah. Oh, oh. Man, look. Who requested the latest Neil Diamond? Uh, we're just paying tribute to oh, Neil. Okay. So yeah, I'm just insert, internal. Yeah, just inserting some, you know, as we celebrate his 107th birthday today, you know, yep. and still touring and mm-hmm. all that. Great things from Neil Diamond. We'll still get your requests in as well, so make sure you keep sending those in. Make sure you please tag your name on there so we can give you the shout-out. Hey, no Nine, name, no song. One three five eight six seven six ten. A lot of numbers there. Thought mm-hmm. I'd do it slowly. Speaking of... She- speaking of numbers... I think I said yesterday, some of these just kind of wash over me now because it just it just keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. And it's it's not just the NFL. I don't know if you saw what your Iowa versus my Ohio State Buckeye Lady basketball game did the other day. Highest rated women's basketball game since 2010, I think. Like, sports are on fire right now on TV. Well, it was that was a lead into football. Too, I know it? it was, yeah, it was yeah, a great lead yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Pretty good lead. in. Yeah. But the uh, the Chiefs and Bills game. By itself. Well, one, we said it was the highest-rated divisional game ever. The, I was, saw was something yesterday. that said it was the highest-rated game in the divisional weekend since at least 1988. <laughs> well, <that's> <laughs> when they started tabbing this stuff. Yeah. Over, it was over 50 million people. It peaked at like 56 million people. That's insane. That number beat the entire World Series. That's right. All games combined. Correct. That's why when I said earlier, like, don't all tell me five, baseball, big events in Baltimore. All five World Series games combined didn't get the number that Chiefs-Bills got on Sunday. Isn't that nuts? Who was in the World Series last year? Not the Royals. Who the hell did win the World Series last year? Was I'm drawing a blank. Oh, the Rangers. That's right. Because they're a nondescript franchise. Mm-hmm. Who'd they beat? I don't even know. The uh, the National League team. That's right. The team from the NL. I don't even know. They beat Houston. No, Houston's in the AL now. Who did they beat that is in the a World shame, Series? Right? <laughs> I can't. I, for the life of me, can't remember who that. Did they beat Philadelphia? Arizona. Oh, that's right. Arizona, Texas. All five of those games, right of the World Correct. Series. Did not equate. Combined did not equal how nope. many people watched the Bills and Chiefs that on nutty? Sunday. That's insane, guys. That is wild. Five World Series games add up every person that watched it 
and more people watched the Bills and Chiefs mm. on Sunday afternoon in the AFC Divisional Playoff. It just goes to show you where these sports are and where football is in the lexicon of American popular culture. Some of that obviously has to do with, obviously, Taylor Swift being there and, and, and the Swifties tuning in to watch these games. She's had a major impact on the NFL in so many different ways. But it also shows you people wanted to see the Josh Allen-Patrick Mahomes matchup. People wanted to watch that game. It had the most cachet Sunday afternoon. Everybody's kind of getting ready for the week, sitting down, watching this football game. It had everything you could possibly want. It had two really uh, had one really good quarterback and one great quarterback. One two-time MVP, one no-time MVP. But you had all the storylines there. Buffalo finally had that game in their crib like America was in on that football game. And the fact that one game in three hours beat five times three is 15 hours of World Series game action is insanely insane. And I don't know how else to say that. The World Series combined every one of their games could not beat one game in the NFL postseason. That wasn't a championship game. That was the divisional round game. Unbelievable. Can't wait to see what the games do this weekend. I think it's going to be insanely high, too. Just nuts. Yep. Um, Also, this is a family tree game. You talk about the lack of a Belichick tree. Well, here's here's an Andy Andy tree going head-to-head again. Yeah, I I saw a quote from uh, uh, Harbaugh, John Harbaugh. We'll get to Jim Harbaugh. But I saw a quote from John Harbaugh yesterday. And he was talking about how much he, you know, appreciates and respects Andy Reid. They were together, what, 10 years, I think, in Philadelphia. In fact, Andy Reid inherited John Harbaugh from the Ray Road staff that he took over for and kept him on staff. You don't really see that a lot, right, in the NFL. Coaches come in, they fire everybody, and they bring in their own guys. He kept John Harbaugh on as special teams coordinator for 10 years, and then Harbaugh went on to become the Ravens head coach. And Harbaugh, I think, Josh, was that first guy guy that went from special teams really to head coach in the NFL since like Dick Vermeil did it back in the day. Right. And so everybody's like, Oh, the it special was supposed teams to catch guy. on. And it never it did never beyond really, John Harbaugh, which is weird. It really did. I think they tried it for a hot minute, but you know, I mean, are you going to hire Dave Tobe as your, as your head coach? Or are you going to hire Andy Reid as your, you're going to hire Andy Reid as your head coach. Right. So they got quickly out of that special teams game. Right. And then I was looking at it the other day and thinking about it. I'm like, there is no better coaching tree in American professional sports right now than Andy Reid. He is the best mentor in professional sports. He gives guys an opportunity, more than enough of an opportunity at times. He wins, he teaches, he sets his guys up for success. Think about all the guys that left Andy's staff, okay? Let's just name a handful of these guys. Doug Peterson went on to the postseason with two different franchises and won a Super Bowl. Matt Nagy took Mitchell Trubisky to the postseason two out of the three years he had him as starting quarterback in Chicago. Harbaugh won a Super Bowl. Ron Rivera's taken teams to the postseason. Sean McDermott has obviously done a nice job up in Buffalo. Every single one of those guys has taken multiple teams to the postseason. I mean, Ron Rivera led the commanders to the postseason a couple of years ago. He led the Carolina Panthers to the playoffs, you know, in, in, in his time. It's so impressive. And when you look at these other trees, Belichick, you think about, wow, everybody's hiring off this Belichick tree, but the Andy Reid tree is the one that's producing the fruit. It's the one that's giving you what you want. It's the one that's out there right now that you should be picking the fruit from. Andy teaches. Andy allows his guys to learn. 
and Andy turns them into head coaches. He does a great job of mentoring all of those coaches on that staff. Leave Spags alone. Uh, We'll play a little fact or fiction coming up next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. The stories and scenarios you're about to hear are 100% factual. Unless they're not. That's up for Bob and Josh to decide. Just the facts, ma'am. It's fact or fiction on Fesco in the morning. All right, fellas, you ready for a little fact or fiction Let's this morning? Do it. Yeah, fact baby. Fact or fiction. Fact right. or fiction. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Baseball Hall of Fame continues to lack credibility without Bonds, McGuire, Clemens, and much more in the Hall of Fame. Fact or fiction? All right, let me let me tell you this right now. I'll just say the guys that are in the Hall of Fame don't lack the credibility, and, and the guys pre the steroid era do not lack the credibility at all. What's lacking the credibility is not putting guys in who played in an era when just about everybody was using steroids, right? Everybody knew it was going on. Nobody did anything to stop it. And you're punishing certain guys. And so for me, since the steroid era has ended and they're putting guys in, congratulations if you're making it in. But I'm just not a fan of a Hall of Fame that doesn't have Bonds, McGuire, Clemens, and A-Rod and Andy Pettit and all those guys in there because they were a big part of the story and they dominated when everybody else was using help as well. Baseball has been notorious for cheating for years. You have spitballers in there, Ty Cobb's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I mean, other than Pete Rose who gambled on the game, Everybody else, man, you played during an era where you allowed this to happen. So I, I think right now I see the Hall of Fame guys yesterday and I roll my eyes because I know there are a lot of individuals that deserve to be in that are never going to have that chance. We're also getting to a point in time, for me anyway, where I'll be like, man, I didn't really watch these guys much. Right. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton. Mauer just because he's in Mauer, the division. because he was in the division. but But it's becoming, to me... Now that baseball, to me, has become super regional, yeah, I follow my team, and it's not as much of a national follow anymore. Where I'm going to get these guys, you, know, ah, you tell me if they're in the Hall of Fame. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I used to feel like I had a pretty good pulse. Like, oh, I could say it. Now I'm like, ah, sure, I guess so. I know. Like Adrian Beltre, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it just doesn't do it for no, me anymore. Not like it I used was to. Yeah. into it when actually Bonds and McGuire right. and Clemens and A-Rod. So, so, and all these guys, I, I right? was more of an overall baseball fan then. Because it was and they fun. Were, and they were part of that movement. And I also, I just don't. It happened. I saw it. Right. We all I, watched it. You and know, nobody did anything. And if some reporter doesn't discover Andrew Steen, Dion, and McGuire's locker. The league had no interest in doing it until they got caught. The, the league so, had no interest because everybody was watching. I'm, I'm all for those guys being in. Yeah. You want to put them in a different wing and whatever? I don't care. Fine. Right. But I don't even think you should be in a different wing. I mean, we had that guy on from the Hall of Fame, Josh, back in 2012. Remember those conversations at the All-Star game? Mm -hmm. And we asked him about these guys. And he goes, we're going to eventually have to put these guys in because if we don't. It doesn't tell the history of baseball. Yeah, and we're losing fans that watch these guys play. Like, I love watching Roger Clemens pitch. I love watching Barry Bonds hit. Like, those were two guys that I distinctly remember making sure I was at Kauffman Stadium to see when they were playing, I only got to see Barry Bonds for, for one weekend and saw him hit a home run, which was cool. 
I got to see Roger Clemens pitch one time as a member of the Astros as he was getting ready to kind of wash things away for his career and sat right behind home plate with, with a buddy of mine who had season tickets. And, and we watched Roger Clemens like there aren't many individual baseball players will, I, where I will say, I got to go watch this guy in person. Clemens and Bonds were two of those guys. And they belong in the, in the Hall of Fame. And I know it's a polarizing opinion, and the baseball purist is probably going to be upset. And I'm sure there's Hall of Famers that wouldn't like the fact that we're saying the steroid guy should be in. But every era had its cheaters. The 80s, they were taking greenies, right? I mean, there was cocaine use rampant in Major League Baseball, gambling in Major League Baseball. There was so much spitballs and all this kind of stuff. Like, these however guys many were years, part of it. And you know? however many years ago I would have been on that side of it. Don't let him in. This is no. Now it's entertain. It's entertainment. Yeah. What entertained you during that era? Those guys. Right. You can't tell the story of baseball without that. You can't. Without those great players in that era. So put them in. It's ridiculous. And then I'm yeah. Now I'm getting to the point where this is going to become less and less relevant for me anyway because right. I I see three guys and go. Oh, you tell me if they're Hall of Famers. I don't know. I'm watching. I, I just want to address the guy complaining on the text line right now that Pete Rose should be in over the steroid years. Pete Rose was betting against his own team when he was manager and making managerial decisions because I I know somebody who played for Pete Rose and they told me they go God he would make these weird decisions like all of a sudden I wasn't pitching when I was supposed to be pitching and he'd do weird things like that so. No, Pete Rose does not belong in the Hall of Fame. It is on the wall of every clubhouse. Do not gamble on Major League Baseball. It's a pretty solid rule that they have in Major League Baseball. They never outlawed steroids until they got caught and, like, America went, oh, my God, we saw Janet Jackson exposed at the Super Bowl, and so let's lose our minds over that. Then America lost their minds over steroids. Baseball wasn't outlawing that because what McGuire and Sosa were doing were bringing fans back to baseball. The summer of 98 is still one of my favorite summers of all time when it comes to sports, watching those guys every single night, seeing if they're going to hit those home runs. Up next, we got a little streaming service action for the first time since 1993. The WWE is moving their flagship program Monday Night Raw from Linear Television to Netflix. $5 billion. Smart move, fact or fiction? Well, you just said $5 billion, yep. so I'll say fact, smart move. Um, and then I'll probably yield the rest of my time to you, Dub, as the wrestling fan. Yeah. How is How are wrestling fans taking this? We saw the freak out by football fans when they were asked to pay 6 bucks. Uh, so yeah. uh, now having to go to Netflix to watch this uh, particular event is this going to be good or bad for the for the wrestling fan will they do it uh i think it's going to be fine i i looked you know most of the day there wasn't that that uh you know what that the people yelling for the six dollars like they did last week or week before when uh, the playoff game was on peacock a lot of the the people were like okay does this mean no more commercials now so we can have just a straight wrestling program. That's a great my, question. Right, yeah. No more commercials. I don't have to do this. Wow, now I got to get Netflix again. So, you know, it was a lot of positive, you know, people wanting more questions. What does this mean? Is the program still going to be three hours long? Will there be more behind the scenes? And this is, you know, to me, WWE, they already have all three streaming services. You have to go to Peacock. To watch the the major pay-per-views, the WrestleManias, the Royal Rumbles, all that stuff. SmackDown is on Fox Television. They're going to be moving as well, so they'll be on another different platform. And now you bring in Netflix. 
$5 billion for 10 years? Uh, hell yeah, sign me up on that move. Yeah, I, I think it's a good move for the WWE. And look, this is the way it's going right now, guys. Baseball is now on Amazon, right? <laughs> I mean, hate to break it to you, Amazon owns Bally's now. So there's at least five teams that are going to be on Amazon. WWE's on Netflix. The NFL has shown that they're going to put playoff games you know, on these streaming platforms. You've got Peacock and, and, and uh, uh, Paramount Plus that are carrying you know, these games, this is the future of sports right now. And we all wanted to cut the cord where everything was bundled. and It was right there. Now we're all paying the same amount of money. And you don't know where anything is. Now I will say as a non-wrestling fan, don't raise my rate. Cause, cause it's got wrestling now. <laughs> and that was the other question. <laughs> Wait a minute. Netflix is, is Netflix is teetering in a dangerous territory. Yeah, I believe they get a $20. Right. They I'm have out. spent a lot of money to do a lot of things. Paying comics. Yes. Uh, making their own movies now buying into if they start buying into sports they may they may be the first ones to really crack that price point right. because they're already the highest of really any of all the streaming any services of these, yes. they're 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 the highest so we'll see how how high they can push you and and you know smackdown so usa has had monday night raw for you know out of the 31 years i believe they've had it for 28 they moved to tnn for a couple of years but uh, they're going to be getting SmackDown as Fox is losing the rights to the SmackDown Live. It's going to move to USA Network in, you know, sometime later this year. Uh, finally, a lot of great television series out. Seinfeld. Everybody loves Raymond. Game of Thrones. The Wire is the greatest television series of all time. Fact or fiction? Well, for me, that's fiction. I think it's really good, but Seinfeld and Breaking Bad are always going to be up there for me. So I know for you, you probably Fact. have a different yeah Fact. approach. On I that. think it's yeah. the most well done show with the most character developments and the most storylines of any show ever. Just look at that IMDb page. Just go there and just look at the characters. It is a who's who. It is amazing, amazing. So no, I that's. That's my uh, that's my butt fumble. <laughs> okay. That's the one's gonna be hard is to knock off. Is that a comparison though? Yeah, well, like, the a butt, butt, like the butt fumble should be. Well, like no, but I'm saying that was that of all the things. Ropers. Of all things, the butt fumble's the goat. I mean, it's not. Yeah. That one shouldn't be doing. That. <laughs> it's true. Um, you know, what I mean, so it's it's just gonna be the the top top. Right. Yeah. And when you rewatch it, you appreciate that second season. Like the first time I watched it, the second season was trash to me. Like or you know the doc season. This, this is trash. Well, go back to Stringer Bell. Go back to the, I, I need more of this. But then when you go back and watch it the second and third time, you understand how important that season is for the whole series, and you appreciate it much more. I love The Wire. Yeah, mm. I, I don't understand why people hate the Doc season. Like I, I, I didn't like it the first time through when it was going, you know, live or yeah, right. whatever. I didn't like it either. And then I, I didn't like that one until the rewatch. Then I'm like, oh, okay. I like it a lot better because – the f- I think I, I think they didn't like it because it was a turn. You went off the streets and you went somewhere else, and you're like, "Wait, the streets the streets episodes were so great." They were, they were, but and, you have uh, to tell the whole story, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I didn't like it till the second till the second rewatch, and now it's yeah, I watch it all the time. An episode on the other day. Yeah, Bubbles was Bubbles was pushing his cart through Amsterdam. Yeah. So good. Is that like your go-to? Like, if you just want to sit down and watch something and just take some time off for a minute, is is the wire it for you? It's pretty good. Because yeah. that that's a stressful watch. Yeah. I mean, like for me, it's like Seinfeld, right? Or Everybody Loves Raymond, or Curb Your Enthusiasm, or something like that. Like something. 
completely like not intense. Like I'm not going to sit down and do, you know what I need to do today to relax? I need to watch the Sopranos or the wire or breaking bad. Like to me, I I feel my body change when I'm watching those shows, right? <laughs> you're invested into you're it. You're invested. You're like, oh, my God. It's you like can a feel workout. The, yeah, it's just for me. For uh, me, I've changed. I've changed a lot because I would usually put one of those episodes on when I want to decompress or I'll watch one of the power episodes, try to catch up. For me right now, whose line is it anyway? If I just want to detach from reality, <laughs> that's funny. Give, give me yeah. Wayne Brady, yeah. give me Aisha Tyler, the whole crew, and I will just sit down and watch that nonsense and say, man, this is good stuff. I'd be good on that show. Yes. You and Colin Mockery? A lot of people say in the office is that show where they just need to veg out. Yeah. I do that to Cheers. I guess. Cheers, Cheers yeah. to my veg out show. Mm-hmm. But I could flip around for a while. I'm just going to watch The Wire. I think I've restarted it for the sixth time. Yeah. Going back for more. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.